finally. Oh my God. Took a lot for us to get here. But we finally made it. They don't tonight's show. It's about the good people at Dollar Lift. For people who need assistance in wheelchairs or the elderly. If you need a ride, we'll provide. That's their slogan. For the disabled and the elderly. If you need a ramp, they got them for available from 2 p.m. to 8 p.m. If you're in the upstate of South Carolina, call today, Y'all see what time it is? Season three. Episode 86. That's right, we in the mix. Or is it 87? Because y'all know we took a day off. We get the right when we get into it. So without further ado, let's bring this show to you. Let's go. special celebration. Through, I did the I did the same thing. Like uh, in, in search of a deal, like the Cheetah Girls. Part of but, the process. You know, Part of the process. But I was I was lucky enough to like 
get to a point where I was overwhelmed by the amount of contracts that were coming through and the changes and stuff. And I didn't have no money. And I just told them to shut it off and wait till my project comes out and then start sending deals. And that project ended up being ASRAP. And so I never had to sign nothing. Come on now, listen. It feel good to be back. You know what I'm talking about? It feel good to be back. I don't know about y'all, man, but I miss y'all. You know what I'm saying? Did y'all miss me? You know what I'm saying? I miss y'all. Did y'all miss me? Look, 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 look. Coming back in front of y'all, I got so much to say, but I, 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 I gotta keep a lot under wraps. But y'all know me. I don't come on this show to hold nothing back. So with that being said, listen, shout out to my co-host, the beautiful, lovely Miss Cece Shaw. She is somewhere in the air right about now. You know what I'm saying? And if she have landed, I'm going to tear her ass up because she ain't called me yet. You know what I'm talking about? So, uh, but if she is in the air, safe travels, Miss Cece Shaw. Y'all see this backdrop right here? This backdrop is a picture that I took when I was out doing what I do. And I said, look, it was such a beautiful backdrop. I said, yeah, I'm going to use that for the show when I come back on. So that's what this is. This is the backdrop. You know what I'm saying? I took the picture and it was beautiful. But look, if y'all know, you know. I, I, I had a little snippet of what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Tuesday, I couldn't be here because... I was, I, was, I was rehearsing for this new movie. Yeah, yeah, we in this new movie. I'm in part three of Finding Lisa. That's the name of the movie, Finding Lisa. I'm in part three. My name is Jacket. That's the character I'm playing in the movie. And look, I'm telling y'all, this right here is going to be dope. I, it, your man's, you know what I'm saying? I get, I, get to, I get to give my chops. I get to show my chops. You know what I'm talking about? I get, to, I get to do my acting thing for real, for real. This ain't no background shit. This is some conversation shit. This is some, you know what I'm saying? Like some engaging, interacting type shit. But y'all stay tuned. You feel me? Like this right here, I like this. My man, he on, he, he, he on his way. You know what I'm saying? I told him, I said, bro, this shit right here, man. You on your way, man. And he got a lot more in store. So listen. Next Wednesday, it's going down. You know what I'm saying? Like, right now, the Jamaica shit is up in the air right now. You know what I'm talking about? So it's things going down. The whole scene is being planned. The whole movie is being mapped out. And it's being shot. So look, man. Y'all stay tuned. Stay tuned. I'm going to give y'all a couple of BTSs while I'm on set. But not too much to give away what's happening. But y'all know me. I can't let y'all down. I gotta have some exclusive shit for y'all. So that's what we're gonna do. But look, check this out too. Um, saying that to say, there's been a lot of stuff going on in the news, man. I'm talking about a lot of 
headline since we've been gone. And I and I tried to refresh myself up on the things that really matter. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a lot of fluff in the news too. It's been a lot of fluff going on. And I hope a lot of people ain't falling for the okie doke. But one thing that is not the okie doke that I saw on the news, and I wanted to talk about this, even though it has nothing to do with music. Listen, if you like me and you like so you like your seafood, listen, it is now has it has now been announced that the king crab and the snow crab is not coming in this year. You know what I mean? Like they said that they don't know what's going on. They think that it don't fell off in the cracks of the crevices or it might have moved out into further out into the water to where it's colder. And saying that to say, they say that they are rushing right now for relief, third generation fishermen, because they don't know how they're going to survive. They say a lot of these small businesses and even big businesses that, that, that thrive off of their shipments, they don't know how they're going to survive. And they say this is not something that's going to last just one year or maybe two years. This may last three to five or even seven years. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's something crazy. I have never heard that the fucking crabs is now, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like we don't have none. They say they don't know where they at. Have they died off? I love my crabs. Y'all know me. Y'all could go down this shit. I go to crustacean all the time. You feel me? So this shit right here is really throwing me. I don't know about the shrimps or nothing like that, but it's the king crab and the Alaskan crab. They say it's it's over with. You won't see nobody on Facebook talking about they out eating crabs. Shit. If they do, it's about to go through the roof, they said. Whatever's left, oh, man, it's about to be, you know what I'm saying, inflation. And we and talking about inflation, we already going through it. So imagine if we start having a shortage on food now. Listen, listen. Seafood first and then regular food afterwards. That should be a real problem. You understand what I'm saying? So we got to pay attention. Y'all pay attention to the news. Pay attention to the food. Whatever you like, go and get a lot of it tonight. Don't slip because if you slip and try to go and get it later on, it might be gone. And saying that to say, listen. Like I said, it's a lot that's going on in the news and it's a lot of stuff. But we get into what's really important in the news. You know what I'm talking about? And saying that to say shout out to everybody in the comment section. LB Keith, I see you. Uh, Michelle, you can ring my bell. I see you over there. E Kane, what it do, homie? Hey, hey, Mom Deuce, I see you over there. Mary Lou, run your Twitter. What's up, baby? I see you over there. Hey, yeah, it's a lot of stuff that we need to talk about, and we're going to get it out right now. Y'all know my sound when it go down. I love it when I hear it. Check this out. Listen, live music, they say. This right here really struck a chord with me. Live music is falling apart. Now, when they said that, I, it made me really hone in on what they were talking about. Falling apart? What do you mean falling apart? I was just on stage. I was just with this tour with Scrap. You know what I'm saying? So what's going on? What you mean is falling apart? Well, what they are saying it really uh, hit home when I really read into what they was talking about. So let me tell y'all why it hit home. You know what I'm talking about? Check this out. Previously, the bulk of what the live business had to worry about was breaking even. Now, the bulk of what they had to worry about was breaking even. A lot of people wasn't even tripping about going on the road. Now they have to focus on no, excuse me. It was the bulk of 
Live must be focused on preventing everything and everyone in the ecosystem from breaking down. This is what's happening. The pandemic exposed just how fragile it all is with the main means of making money for most acts suddenly shut down for long stretches of time. Now, during the pandemic, it exposed a lot of artists was actually living on the road. You know what I mean? And since the pandemic and this inflation shit, that concert that was important, more people are now saying it is less important. So less people are now showing up for live shows is what they are saying. So with that being said, they say the live music business has been the victim of far too many cruel circumstances. A, a furious succession of body blows, each more forceful than the one before. Both there are now many other reasons why live music is broken and these are down directly or indirectly to the live music business itself. Acts of all sizes are, are, proposition are propositioning or altogether canceling their shows. The paradox of live is that it is squeezing the very life out of musicians. Live music equals death for musicians is what they are saying. The cost of living crisis is hitting audiences harder than ever. And the rising cost of being on the road economically and mentally are hitting acts harder than ever. See, it, 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 it takes a lot to be on the road. You might think that, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's glitz and glamour. Oh, nah. It's less sleep. You know what I mean? Like, you got to go from place to place. It's exhausting, especially if you got an entourage, especially if you got people that you got to be responsible for. If people aren't... Uh, um, financially able, then you are liable. See, it's a lot of stuff that falls on being the boss, especially if you are a boss that cares about the workers, that cares about the employees. You don't want nobody looking bad because that makes you look bad. So saying that to say that plays on the psyche a lot. You know what I mean? Because you're thinking now, do this person really, you know what I mean? Am I really able to do what I need to do for this person? That's a lot of mental strain. You know what I'm talking about? Now, when you talk about economic listen going on the road if you start in one city where the price is low all right that's good for you but then when you go to another city where the price is high that's a bad situation for you see it's a lot of things that people have to take account of when they're going on the road state to state city to city it's not all glitz and glamour i promise you so saying all that to say they say it's taking a hit baby and now they don't think that it's going to be able to survive so a lot of artists is now pivoting to try to figure out what is a way that they can still stay in contact with their audience see they didn't figure out like i told them during the pandemic that the social media was the way but everybody was still trying to get back out trying to go back to what they used to do see it's a new world taking place ladies and gentlemen the great reset is happening right before our eyes this is why the crabs is no longer coming in why because they are confused with what's happening nowadays you see it's hot when it's supposed to be cold and cold when it's supposed to be hot is the the, the the ecosystem is being thrown off i got flowers in the house that's blooming now when it's supposed to be blooming Back in the summertime, you see what I'm saying? So nature is being thrown off. And if nature is being thrown off, then 
Bi our biological clock is being thrown off. If you don't pay attention, it is happening whether you know it or not. You know what I'm talking about? So saying that to say live music is falling apart. So what is going to bring it back? What is going to bring the connection of the artist and the individual back? It's not live music anymore, so it's got to be something. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. This is where this internet is going to take off. Web 3 is coming about. Whether you know it or not, whether you like it or not, it's happening right before your eyes. How fast? Faster than what we think. But saying that to say, moving right along, look, check this out. I saw this right here, and it made me think. The three major music publishers now own or control over 10 million songs between them between them 10 million songs kind of now check this out what do we say thousands of songs come out per day thousands of songs now millions of songs come out per year now, if millions of songs come out per year, what they are saying, these three, the three-headed dragon, right? These three own over 10 million songs. That's a lot of songs. But check out how we break it down and see who owns the most and see who has the most control of this music industry. And when we talk about control, I'm talking about money. Check this out, ladies and gentlemen. Now, when I read this, it threw me off. The world's biggest music publishing companies, Sony Music Publishing, Universal Music Publishing Group, and Warner Chapel Music now cumulatively own and or administer over 10 million compositions between them. Own or administer over 10 million between them. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot to own. Now check this out, though. According to Sony Corp's fiscal filing, its global publishing operation controlled 5.46 million songs, over a million songs up from three years prior. Hold on. So three years prior to that, they only had like a million in their bank. Only like, I mean, only like three to four million something in their bank, right? But three years later, they jump up. They jump up over a million songs. So that means that they signed a lot of artists or the artists that they had pumped out more music, right? Check it. Next up. Universal revealed its publishing operation controlled nearly 4 million titles. And finally, Warner Music Group wrote that its publishers, Warner Chapel Music, represents work by over 100,000 songwriters and composers with a global collection of more than 1 million musical compositions. Now, more than 1 million control represents work by over 100,000 songwriters and composers. So that means that 1,100,000 plus is what Warner Chapel Music represents. So 
in total, in total, adding all of those up, that surpasses 10 million songs in total. And with that, with likes of these, it's stating to look less daunting in size. It's starting to look less daunting in size with all these songs. And more likely, it's looking like a carefully curated collection of copyrights. Going back to what I said. Who has the most control? Who has the most power? Starts off with Universal. Right up under them is Sony. Right after Sony is Warner Music Group. So the three-headed dragon controls over 10 million plus records. That's hits included, right? And that is some, you know, one-hit wonders, but those are hits back-to-back, -back, and those are some songs that you don't even know, you know, don't even remember. But nonetheless, they controlling their old and new. So saying that to say, that gives them leverage. That gives them power, songs, music, catalog, and anything else you do in between. Gives you leverage, gives you power. Hold on to that thought. So saying that to say, this is made me see something and I thought about something that was real important. We got the big three, man. The big three is what they call them. And I ain't talking about Ice Cube thing. That's the big three. But check this out. When I thought about the big three and the 10 million songs that they have in between them, I said, okay, with all these songs that's coming out per day, it's independent music. So they know that's over there, right? This music over here is what they control already. So how can they get leverage with the music that's coming out per day? But they got to sift through the weave, right? The, the, only the cream of the crop is what they're going to be looking for, right? So that segues into this. Simon Cowell teams with TikTok Universal Music Group to launch music making online talent show. Hold up, vault talk. See what I was thinking? See, this is why I say a lot of fluff came out, but what really matters is what we're going to talk about for a minute because I'm back, y'all. I'm back. Don't nobody give it like I give it. Don't nobody take it like we take it because it's a give and receive type relationship that we have because if I'm telling you about it, I've tried it. It worked for me. That's why I give it to you. You feel me? So check this out. From American Idol to the X Factor and now to TikTok. Simon Cowell, along with Universal slash, I mean, along with Republic slash Universal and Sitco Entertainment comes together to present STEM Drop. Hold up. Let me pause right there for a minute. STEM Drop. What do I mean by STEM Drop? Okay. If you're a producer, then that right there should resonate with you. STEM. When you create a beat and you go, you know what I mean, break a beat down, you know what I mean? Like you have stems, you know what I mean? Like when you go to a session, you break a session down. I mean, excuse me, when you break a session down, there's stems. So if a person wants to record, they have to have the uh, uh, stems to record, right? The master, the, 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 the original shit, right? So Kanye West, when he came out with the Dunder album, what did he have? He had the stem player, right? And, 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 and they say that that was revolutionary for the simple fact of nobody had done that, which allowed 
people to have their music and be able to strip their music down to, you know, the musical compositions, which is the, the harmonies, the melodies, the bells, the whistles, or whatever, the drums, whatever you want to get up out of that, right? Okay, the stem drop is mimicking what Kanye West done, right? And this is what they said. But TikTok says they are putting his idea on steroids, okay? Now check it. Stem drop, which will see music makers around the world upload their creations to TikTok in hopes of being spotted and signed. Stem drop will use Kanye's idea and put it on steroids, says an insider at TikTok. Call it the talent show with a twist. There will be a stem drop mixer on the platform for creators of all levels to experiment with the individual effects, harmonies, and melodies to create and upload their own unique versions of a song. Now, what song in particular? Because they got an artist that they are working with that will be dropping a single on the 26th of this month and they're going to utilize that song and drop it so everybody can be able to dissect it and make remake and create something different than what that original song is right but what it made me start thinking about was it's just like anybody doing those challenges and stuff like that because when you get that song the original song and you make something out of it the underlying composition is what still exists so that song is being used by this person that person so that will make it go viral instantly you understand what i'm saying so saying that to say i feel as if it's kind of like they are, 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 are padding, you know what I mean? Pad, I mean, I mean, you know, stacking the deck a little bit for the fact that once they drop that song and everybody get it, get that stem player and run with it, yeah, that song gonna go through the roof overnight. You know, it's a great marketing strategy because Samsung, they got a piece of it, they say, you know, so it's a great marketing strategy for corporations and companies to come together and utilize music and technology all at once, right? But if you ask me, it's gonna be a, a it's gonna be a clusterfuck. Why? Because everybody is gonna be trying to get their music up there and get their music out there. It's gonna be you know it's gonna be the American Idol on steroids for real. Because anybody over a billion users over on TikTok thus far, and those that's not on TikTok that want to be discovered or trying to be discovered, they're gonna create a TikTok account and they're gonna to try to upload their music too. So it's gonna be a clusterfuck. But however they figure out, whatever they do, hey, do your thing. This is why I say it's so important for everybody that's paying attention to cultivate, create an audience that, that, that actually care about you, that's actually willing to invest their time because time is money now. Whether it's not monetary, you know what I'm saying? It's their time. So if they're willing to spend their time with you, that means that you matter to them. So it's important that you as an artist, we as creators, cultivate a, a following that actually care about us so we don't get in that you know in, in that in that that fucking traffic of people that's running to you know that 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 small pot of gold that only a few may get but it's so elusive that you know shit who got time to chase it not me 
But nonetheless, that's what's happening on TikTok, and that's what's happening with Simon Cowell. But that's the perfect segue for me to come over here and talk about what everybody has been talking about for the last two days. But look, like I say, y'all, we just not coming back, so I really haven't had an opportunity to talk until now, but y'all know me. Right after this, I like to get into my part of what I talk my shit. And I got a lot of shit to talk right now because for the last two days, everybody been voicing their opinion. And what am I talking about right now? Glorilla. Independence versus major. You know what I'm saying? Glorilla says she has made no money off the viral song FNL. Now, people been screaming bloody murder, saying, man, she got done wrong. Man, she... Uh, the question now, this is why that's right here in the, in, in the comment section right now. Did yo gotta do Glorilla wrong or was it just business? You know what I'm saying? Was it just business or did he actually do her wrong? What do y'all think? I think that it was just business. You know what I'm saying? And why do I say it was just business? For the simple fact of what you don't know in this business Nobody is obligated to tell you. You know what I mean? Like, you're supposed to know what you know coming through the door, so can't nobody get over on you, right? Let me say that again because that sounded real good. You're supposed to know what you know coming through the door, so can't nobody get over on you. Hit, Hit Boy said that he told her, look, I'm trying to help you and all the female artists right here in Memphis that don't get no shine. I'm going to produce you. You know, I'm going to help you come up with the concepts of the song. And I'm also going to help market and promote because I know y'all don't have no money. In return, I'm going to maintain 150% ownership of this music. You'll get 50%. Why? Because I'm giving you the beat. I got the concept, but you got to fill in the gaps. You know what I mean? So that means she had to write her lyrics and whatever he had with that FNF, she had to perfect it and make it her own, right? So she deserved 50% ownership of the song. If you know anything about registering a song with BMI, ASCAP, SESAC, or any of those companies, then you know that when it comes to a song, it's 200% ownership of a song. The producer maintains 100% ownership because he created the he created the beat. And if it wasn't for the beat, it wouldn't be a song, right? So, 100% ownership goes to him. Another 100% ownership goes to the writer. But like I say, he had the concept of the song before she wrote in it, you know, so he had 150 she got 50, so that's the 200% that is required to register that song, right? Okay, so when the song take off and blow up, he don't put his money out. He don't budget it. He don't pay for it, right? So he don't blew her up. So anything and everything that comes in, 150% of that goes to him. 50% of that goes to her. Now, most artists make their money when they go on the road performing the song, right? Because most artists don't own the music that you hear them doing. A lot of them got writers. A lot of them, you know, sell their song for a piece of gold. 
What do I mean by sell their soul for a piece of gold? They sign that contract. When they sign that contract, they also sign over their publishing. Sometimes it's all in one swipe of a pen nowadays. It used to be you can sign a contract and then still have your publishing and then go sign this pub deal and then you get two checks. Well, nowadays they sign it all in one swipe. Now, when I seen Glorilla hop on that jet, got it bringing her in like that, she got her, you know, her friends with her. Not her lawyer, but she had her friends with her. That right there was red flags for me right then. Nobody was reading. Everybody was twerking. You understand what I'm saying? Yo, Gotti did what he was supposed to do as a businessman. He showed her what she wanted to see, which was the gold, which was the jet, which was the lifestyle. And when he showed her the lifestyle, fucking attorney, I'm signing it. Not worried about what was written on it. You understand what I'm saying? She just signed it. Next thing you know, the rest of them got to shaking their ass, and she had a little bit of cash. Well, that cash costed her her career, if you ask me. I know a lot of people on the inside that uh, they mad at me because I was saying this shit a long time ago, something in the milk one clean, like my daddy used to say. You feel me? But now that it has came out, she signed a publishing away. In the process of her signing her publishing away, they also wanted that song FNF. And with them wanting that song FNF, they sent out cease and desist. Everybody stopped. Nothing moves. Not no money, no where, no how. Nobody get paid. God is saying, fuck that. Fuck that. I need that. So in the process of him stopping shit, Hit Boy had to say, oh, player. Oh, player, y'all done done some bad business because what she did was what she couldn't do, which was gave y'all something that wasn't hers. So now we got to get into some litigations, forget the conversation because y'all sent out the cease and desist, which made it legal business from that point on. Well, now she won't make no money off that FNF song because it's tied up in litigations. Now, what's really scary to me it's her saying that she hasn't made no money. Now, is she saying that she hasn't made no money on the road as well? Because if she hasn't made no money on the road as well, that means that she is definitely tied up in a bad 360 deal. A 360 means I eat off of you all the way around. That means from your music, from your merchandise, from your shows, off of your social media, everything that was yours is now mine. 360. I got to get it all. You feel me? So if she's not making no money on the road, that means that she is doing preset shows. They already The label already got the show set up for her. And if they don't have it set up for her, they will book them for her, which means that they will collect money before her. Later when it's time to pay her, they will pay her whatever percent that they signed her for. Usually it don't be in the benefit of the artist. This is why this is why I try to tell y'all, own your shit, learn your shit, perfect this shit. Because at the end of the day, everybody has signed up for a TLC deal until you figure out where the money is at. And what do I mean by the TLC deal? Stream my music on Spotify. Stream my music on Deezer. When last time you heard me or last time you seen me post one of those links? Because I thought, I realized that that's only fractions of a penny. I've made more money off of content than I've made off of music this year. You understand what I'm saying? The money is in the content. 
The content is where you fit in culture. Who are you? What you do? Saying all that to say, this is why the B-side was created. I know where the money at, baby. And you should too. This is why you need to come over here and get with us at Black Rust. I've been trying to tell y'all, y'all thought I was just, just talking. Y'all thought I was just talking. I ain't just talking, man. I'm telling y'all what you need to know in order for you to grow. So come over here and get with us at Black Rust so you can get this game. It's to be sold, not told. So come over here and get with us at Black Rust. Look, check this out, man. I'm finna segue into a commercial break so I can come back and play this music for y'all, right? But before I do that, I need y'all to do me a favor. I tell y'all this all the time, right? And, and, and I really mean this. Do me a favor, ladies and gentlemen. When you get the opportune time, right after the show, it's in the, it's in the description. It's in, it's in the comment section. I mean, excuse me. Follow me on TikTok. When I last checked, we was at 22.9, but my phone keep jumping like a chat line. So I know it's going up. You understand what I'm saying? I need to hit that 23K by the morning time. So if you ain't following me, follow me. You don't know what you're missing. I'm the shit over there. You did? So do me a favor. Follow me on TikTok. And if you got good music, it's now your opportune time to send it in. I need you to hit the email. The B side, T H A B S Y D E at gmail.com. T H A B S Y D E at gmail.com. If you got good music, send it in right now. I'm talking about quit playing. Also, let me tell y'all November the 26th, November the 20, excuse me, November the 25th. Look at me, I got so many dates in my head. Rewind. November the 25th, I will be in Williamsburg, South Carolina at Williamsburg Barbecue. You know what I'm talking about? Right there at the spot. Y'all know what it is. I, myself, and the beautiful, lovely Miss CC Shaw, we will be in Williamsburg November the 25th. That's the day after Thanksgiving. The day after Thanksgiving. The day after Thanksgiving. The day after Thanksgiving. The day after Thanksgiving, we will be in Williamsburg, South Carolina. Now, listen, she say people been asking, people been inquiring, so let me tell y'all what this is about. If you got good music, if you got talent, if you can act, if you can sing, you can dance, you can rap, whatever it is, come out because I'm looking for you. We looking for you. Movies, reality shows, everything that we do, entertainment-wise, we are looking for you. It could be an opportunity. Somebody will have a chance to come to Atlanta, meet me in the studio for four hours to do what they do on me. And if you can stay up if you can stand in the paint and really make something good then we got something even better for you but this is the opportunity for you to meet me in atlanta in the studio hey matter of fact i now i tell y'all the studio i'll be at right after you know what i'm saying within the next week or two i'll tell y'all later but nonetheless make sure y'all pull up like a dump truck because if you don't you're slipping like a bad transmission but look let me get to this commercial break so I can come back to this music. I ain't got too much time, but I want to give y'all what y'all looking for. That's this independent music. So y'all stay tuned, all right? Girl, it's you, your hair, your smile, your style, girl, it's you. 
Listen, I woke up this morning to that over on Instagram, and it did something to me. I said, man, I ain't made music in a minute, but it gave me inspiration to start creating. So I might do something very soon, but nonetheless, Throwback Thursday, that right there made my day. But look, 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 it's not about me. It's about you, the independent artist. If you got good music, then this is your chance to show and tell. You know what I'm saying? Don't just talk about it. Be about it. The email is right there, right there. You ain't got no excuses. The B-side, T-H-A-B-S-Y-D-E at gmail.com. Without further ado, this is the funny code, the funny code. Say, hey man, I've been checking out your show and I think that this would fit right in with it. This is an international artist, he says. He says, the new single 420 and above us only sky, we consider that to be perfect for your show. So with that being said, um, we can only play one. It's a lot more here. I was trying to read it, but I can't read all that. We can only play one defunct co, defunny co. So uh, I'm just going to play the first one that pops up. Let's go, y'all. Defunny co. Featuring Audi 420. Let's go. Hey. Funny go, y'all. It's that house shit. It's that house shit. Put it in the comment section. What y'all think? One, two, three. Let's go. from you know what i'm saying like this i told y'all that was an international artist um if you think about the b-side as just being a show based about hip-hop then you're sadly mistaken if you think about the b-side just being music you know uh urban music you're sadly mistaken we have a variety of 
people in the audience. You understand what I'm saying? Like people from all over the globe, South Africa, I'm talking about Germany, Ireland, you know what I'm talking about? Even all the way over here in the United States, Chicago, Indiana, Utah, New Hampshire, you know what I'm talking about? Like places in different pockets, different sectors around the globe that listen to us. So you never know what type of music you might hear on the show. But nonetheless, that just shows that we are global and not fucking local. Shout out to all my people. Shout out to my people. I love y'all. But look, check this out. The funny code. The funny code. My honest opinion is that I am not into house. I'm not into techno. But, you know, by you doing what you do, all I can tell you, my brother, is keep doing what you do. I'm not here to shoot down anybody's dreams. I'm here to uplift you if you really got something to say. That right there, you know, it, it didn't sound bad for what you do. So I can't criticize. I can only analyze. You know what I'm saying? So saying that to say, keep doing what you're doing. Um, Defunico, y'all. Defunico. You know what I'm saying? So uh, this right here is called Super Dumb. It says, good morning. You may like this. Please let me know your thoughts. Now they're saying, good morning. Uh, super dumb. Oh, okay. Ah, oh, shit. This is by Emily Barr. Emily Barr. Shout out Emily Barr. She is the lady who has us coming down to Williamsburg November the 25th. So look, I want to hear what this sounds like. Super dumb, super dumb. Let her know. Let this artist know what y'all think about it in the comment section from a one, two, three. Super dumb. Let's go. Yeah, 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 Bishop yeah, Lights off. And then I go dum 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 dum. Better set them fine. Come on, let's go, let's go. Where we at she with? Give Disrespect cause she know they gon' get her damage I fool the thing up like a taco one, I just two, made three. a sandwich I one, got two, her leaking out her fluids So Shout I out, came with candy I laid up the Lizzie, take a ride of space Cool winky, don't she smile And I just want some face 
Now let's get back to the basics. I lift that nook, you with me. Tricks. She didn't come here to play. They beat that thing to sleep. I like just give her all this dumb. She let me hurt it like an animal. Bucket ball, nigga, get the cooking on her kitchen floor. That's cold. What y'all think in the comment section? Let me look over there. They say, who is this again? His name is Bishop Dripper. My forever DJ fat boy. Yeah, fat boy. Pew, pew, pew. Look, that right there was Bishop Dripper. Uh, me personally, Bishop Dripper. I'm going to say that. Hey, shout out EK. EK said that's a three. Bishop Dripper, that gots to be a three for me too. I'm not really, I'm not really into that like that. And really, I think that it could be better. You know what I'm saying? So I gotta get at a three. I can't sugarcoat it. And a three means that uh don't be mad, UPS is hiring. Or it also can mean you got something better than that? Do you got something better than that? Can you come harder than that? Because if that right there was your hardest, I'm going to question it. But if you got something better than that, then send it in. Or tell Emily that you pulling up to the show. You're going to show me better than you can tell me how dope you really are. You know what I'm talking about? That's my that's my opinion. That's my opinion. So I ain't going to shoot you down because I, I want to see what you got. I hope, I hope, I hope you that one. So look. Go to a commercial break right quick. I share return. And I'm going to tell y'all what I need y'all to do for me. You know what I'm talking about? So y'all stay tuned, all right? Alexa, what are you playing? This is the B-side, uncut from the B-side. We want to welcome y'all to the most innovative and the most creative show on the planet. It's called the B-side, goddammit. So if you got the Alexa at your crib, you know, all you got to do is say, hey, Alexa, play the B-Side podcast show, and we're going to pop up the latest episode. But you got to program it into your tune-in. You know what I'm saying? Like, go to your tune-in, go to your Alexa app, put your tune-in on your Alexa, because most people don't have it on there. So you have to install that on there in order to correspond for the things that you want exactly like that on TuneIn. You know what I'm saying? So saying that to say, shout out, shout out, shout out Amazon for opening up the door and allowing the most innovative and the most creative show on the planet to be on their platform. You understand what I'm saying? So uh, let's keep this train moving. My man, my man hit me up. He said, big dog, big dog, I got a new pack for you. I got a new pack for you. I said, all right, big dog. Now, whatever you drop on me, it's got to be funky. He said, well, I, I, I believe this right here going to get them moving this time. I said, well, all right then. Well, without further ado, I bring to y'all Mr. SK the plug. 
He said, these are banger seasons. So with that being said, I'm going to start at the bottom and go to the top. It's four or more here, but y'all know me. I only do three. So let's start right here that says, as ever. As ever. SK the plug, y'all. He said it's banger season. Got some, got some, got some flames in it. Got some streaks to it. So 
because I can I can I can see your growth. I can hear your growth. What y'all think? Uh, for those that's been rocking with SK, been rocking with us for a minute, SK been sending it in. You know what I'm talking about? I can say damn near since the show started. So I can see your growth in those three years. I can hear your growth. What y'all think? Everybody that's been rocking with us that, that's been seeing and hearing SK, do y'all think the same thing as me? Has he grown? Do this pack right here sound different than the last couple of packs he's been sending in? Uh, saying that to say, big dog, I'm going to give you a strong two. I'm going to give you a strong two. You creep into a one, keep it going, man. Expand it. You know, add more sounds to it. You know what I mean? Like, you you, you coming. You growing. You growing. And that's what this is about. Show, this show right here is about people like you. That take the criticism, run with it, don't get mad about it, but uses it to craft their skills to be even sharper. So salute to you, SK The Plug. I'm going to give you a strong two, my brother. Keep going. Keep going. We're working toward that one. See, this is what it's all about, man. This is what it's all about, the show. I love this show, man. I love it. I love this therapy from it. What I told y'all I need y'all to do, though, is follow my co-host, the beautiful, lovely Miss CC Shaw. She's out in Cali, California. Love. You know what I'm talking about? She will be here Tuesday just to give us a, a, a little sunshine or maybe even a palm tree. You feel me? But... But, but, follow her on Instagram at the real Miss Cece, T-H-E-R-E-A-L-M-S-C-E-E-C-E-E. -E -E -E. And right here on Facebook, y'all know, it's C-C Shaw, C-C Shaw. And if you can, if you have anything to contribute to the Rare Pearls, which is her cancer group that she's a part of that, that, that raises awareness. Y'all know Miss Cece, she's a two-time cancer survivor. If you have anything to contribute, big or small, everything helps. You know what I'm talking about? Anything helps. Her cash app is in the description. Dollar sign, Clemmy, C-L-E-M-M-I-E-S-H-A-W, Clemmy Shaw. Anybody, anybody that you know that has been through it, succumbed, you know, survived, however, whatever you can do will be appreciated. But look, uh, saying that to say, man, um, Tuesday we'll be back on the show. Wednesday, I be doing what I do, though. You know what I'm talking about? So stay tuned, man. Stay tuned. It's a lot in store. And even more is happening. God willing, I have another announcement for y'all next week. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just really... I'm just really throwing my hat back into the ring, just doing the things that I love to do, God willing, and it, and, and it happens the way that I want it to happen. Man, it's going to be beautiful, man. It's going to be beautiful. But I couldn't do none of this and wouldn't be able to do none of this without y'all, the looking and listening audience, man. Shout out to my man Kevin, the director of the movie, for selecting me, giving me the opportunity, you know, to be in your film. Anytime I get an opportunity to expand, you know, my brand, it's a beautiful thing. And, uh, yeah, man, we on our way. We on our way to doing something different. Shout out to 50 Cent, too, before I wrap this up. 50 said something. 50 said, you know, when he was really on top, he said his, his, his core audience, his core audience was in the clubs or, you know, in the streets doing they one, too. But now, you know, his audience has grown up. They're in the house, you know what I'm saying? And most of them, you know, if they don't have a job or they have became financially able or stable to stay at home, they're at home. If they drink, they're drinking on a beer, maybe uh, uh, sipping on wine, got a wine cellar if they're, you know, financially able. So saying that to say, he said he know where his audience is at. 
So me personally, I feel the same way. I know where my audience is at. When I look at my demographic of the people that interact and engage with me, it's between the ages of 25 to 34, but my core audience rise from, um, excuse me, goes from 35 to 44. Those are the people that's in the crib, that's doing what I do, chilling, smoking, drinking, thinking, you know what I mean? How to expand their brand. So saying that to say, I know where my core audience is at, which is why I do the things that I do and it's successful in the things that I do because I'm figuring it out. And this is what you should do too. Figure it out. Like 50 said, it wasn't no blueprint for him and it wasn't no blueprint for me. It won't be one for you. But the B side is trying to make it a little bit easier if you pay attention. But if not, you're slipping like a bad transmission. And it ain't on me, it's on you. November the 25th, I will be in Williamsburg, South Carolina. Myself, the beautiful, lovely Miss C.C. Shaw, and my main fat boy, my man, man, my main man, DJ Pium Fat Boy on the ones and twos for the showcase as well as for later on that night when we pipe that motherfucker up, you dig? So y'all stay tuned, man. We will be in your city getting busy. If you're an artist and you got something to say, pull up like a dump truck. If you're an aspiring actor, actress, model, then pull up, pull up. For the models, it's free. For the artists, it costs a fee to perform. But look, if you don't invest in yourself, neither will anyone else. This is an opportunity for you to meet me in the studio in Atlanta for four hours straight so we can do what we do. If you got it, you got it. If you don't, you don't. Keep your ass at home. But look, it's your man Casino Roulette. That's C-A dollar sign I-N-O-R-O-U-L-E-T-T-E. I am the host, creator, producer of this thing right here we call the B-Side. Stay tuned, man. Finding Lisa 3. That's me. I will be in the movie. I am the character they call Jackie. Oh, yeah. I ain't playing no motherfucking game. Y'all know me. But, man, I'm out of here. Thursday, I mean, Tuesday, I'll be back. Wednesday, I got a story to tell. Thursday, I'll tell it to y'all. Ha, <laughs> this motherfucker. Tell it in. Tell a friend to tell a friend. B-side. B-side. I tried Boosie Rap Snacks. And this what happened. Put your lips on live, I'll give you a thousand dollars.